What's up, dudes? Welcome back to the Limelight Podcast. Um, we uh, don't have a guest on today, so we're going to be pretty much going over uh, what's going on with Guitar Center. Got and me. Daddy filed for bankruptcy again. I'm the guest. You are the guest. You're the obligated guest. And your name's in the intro now, so it's it's real. It's yep. all real. I don't think this is the first time Guitar Center has actually filed for bankruptcy before. It seems like... What I'm trying to get from these articles, like Bloomberg, I'm looking at it right now. It says the, um, it says that they are trying to reconstruct their debts, which could see certain holders take control of the company, according to people with knowledge of the situation. And it's crazy too, because like we just talked to Mike from SJC, and he just made a dealer uh, partnership with distribution for with Guitar Center Musicians Friend. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, looks like he got saved. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean. It's obviously it's mostly because of the pandemic. Well, I'm pretty sure Guitar Center is pretty much owned by big corporations anyway at this point. So I haven't really gone to a Guitar Center in so long. I usually go to my local music store, Music Forte, down the street in Bucks County, to get sticks and stuff. I mean, if I, if I had to get drum heads, like yeah, for sure, like I'll go to Guitar Center, but I very rarely go in there. At That's where I just bought all that gear I bought the other day was at a Guitar Center. Actually, I bought I bought. One of the pedals at Sam Ash, because Sam Ash is literally right next to Guitar Center here, and I went over to like price comparison over to Guitar Center because it's like within walking distance, mm-hmm. and then I went in there. Well, let's back this up. Since I heard about the bankruptcy thing, I went on like a Guitar Center tour on Sunday, and I went to Cherry Hill, and then I went to Plymouth Meeting. And then when I went to Plymouth Meeting, I, they usually have better stock there because I bought my Fender Ultra Jazz Bass there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll go there. Uh, I was looking to buy a Les Paul just because I don't have one. And I went out there. They had nothing on the shelves, nothing. Everything was gone. The Cherry Hill one was completely fully stocked up. So then I, I pivoted, went back to Cherry Hill the other day, and I bought bought that short scale base instead with all that uh the doodads to go along with it but it was weird Plymouth means like completely like gutted of inventory i don't know if it's because of covid or if it's like they're planned on shutting down sooner rather than later mm-hmm. so it says it's going to give it a break the bankruptcy will give uh the company a break on its debts by letting it operate in the business while management shuts underperforming location and works on a recovery plan because the Trocadero in Philadelphia on Art Street, I mean, that's gone now, but I remember like over the years, they filed for bankruptcy multiple times. I guess they had just owners coming in and trying to like reestablish like a, a management purpose to keep it running. But, um, oh dude, that Fender Jazzman, like I love how you walked in that store and were going to buy and the uh, employee was really upset because he was like looking at it for a while. I know. Because I went in and I my whole justification was I was like, um, I was thinking between, because that's a very expensive base, and I was like, I'm only going to spend that kind of money if I get the exact one I want and the finish I want. Everything has to be perfect. Because the one I played was a four-string, and it was like in that um, yeah, that's right. Fender White coating, and I was like, holy shit, this feels incredible. But I want a five-string, and I wanted it in the three-tone ultraburst. So if I'm spending that kind of money, I was like, I'll get what I want. So I was like, if it's at uh, Plymouth Meeting Guitar Center, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. If it's there, I'm gonna buy it. And then <laughs> I look five rows up uh, at the top of the store. There it was. It's sitting up there. I go up to the guy five minutes into being there. I was like, Hey man, I hate to be that guy, but do you mind? Uh, would you mind cherry picking that 
that five string down from the top row. And he looked at me. He's like, are you going to buy it? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And he goes, oh, I was going to buy it this week. <laughs> <laughs> you, took his, you took his firstborn child from him, basically. Like. That man was devastated, but I, I was very proud of my purchase. He should have gotten a good commission check out of it. So, I mean, you know, yeah. who's to say? That yeah, really that's funny. That's what I feel bad the most about. It's like every, I've probably only had maybe one negative experience at a guitar center. Everybody else, like the employees and everybody else have been so awesome. Mm-hmm. So I hate to see them struggle if that's what it comes down to. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've always heard weird things about Guitar Center and, you know, they're not treated as well as they would like to be. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's insane. So out of like, you know, the 28 years I've been on this fucking planet, I've, you know, all the jobs that I've done through over the years, like, you know, while being in the band and stuff and like doing, you know, music on the side as well as like, you know, working your full-time jobs, you're nine to five. I've never once ever like, and on the, being dead serious about this, I've never been denied a job when I go in through an interview. I would always kill the interview and I always get into it. And then I, I applied for a guitar center gig um, mm-hmm. in Bucks County. A friend of mine worked there. He's like, yeah, you'll get the job easily. Like, you're a really good drummer. Well, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll go apply. And then they didn't fucking hire me. I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And like, the, it, dude, the weirdest excuse. And I, dude, I even had these like chucks that were like pleather. And they were like really shiny black. He's like, oh, dude, I love those chucks. Like, thanks, man. I'm like, fucking rock and roll. You know what I mean? So I'm like trying to bow this guy up. <laughs> trying to bow this guy up. And then the, my old friend, I haven't seen him or talked to him in years. He was like, yeah, apparently you like burped in the interview or something. And like, uh, and there was multiple people. It wasn't just me. It was like four of the people too. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That never happened. Like that, that literally never happened. And if I did, like I would cover my mouth. I'm not an ignorant fuck. So where is this coming from? And that's the only job I've never gotten was Guitar Center. But I don't hear – I hear, like, mixed feelings about it. Like, especially if – it's, it's based on commission. So, you're, you know, you know what you're talking about. You know what you're selling. It's a passion. And you can, like, really – you can really enjoy selling the brand to customers and what they're looking for. So, I don't know. But um, you know what I yeah. knew Guitar Center wasn't doing well? I, I forget. Like, there was a time period where, like, I didn't walk into a Guitar Center because I was also ordering drum heads off of Sweetwater because I knew yeah. what I wanted. So, I didn't really want to, like, go out to a Guitar Center or whatever. And yeah. they started putting uh, these, you know, music lesson booths together where the accessories used to be. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. If they <laughs> have to, like, go to start teaching. I mean, they should have been doing that years ago. I mean, because yeah. you, you get it from your, you know, the kids get it from the schools that they go to. Or you have School of Rock. Or you go to a local music store that hosts music lessons. But I was like, my saw Guitar Center, like, really putting up that promotion for teaching lessons for kids it's great i get it it's a little expensive but i was like oh they're way far behind they're, they must be doing they must be doing terrible yeah i've always heard uh i heard that the way they like they pay their employees isn't the best i don't i don't know anybody that's personally have ever worked there but everybody that i've talked to that knows the way that's worked there they said they're kind of like their structure on how they uh they go about the the payment process and the commissioning process not the best um yeah because it's like it, they're more like a uh, – I, I like equate them to like the Walmart of guitar stores and mm. music stores, which sucks. So it's like, yeah, you can get, you can get anything you want there. Um, but it's like sometimes I notice that like especially if something's been sitting on the rack for a long time, like a lot of uh, – it will be like completely just it'll, – it'll just be a complete mess setup-wise. So you can tell that like nobody's doing like QC on whether or not it's – it's in good shape or not in some of the places I've gone to, but it's like, 
the people are always great though. The people that actually work there are always at least interested to talk to you about yeah. you know, they're not going in there to buy right away. They don't just write you off. They like actually enjoy what they do. The best is when they nerd out and then I just nerd out with them and then we yeah. just like talk for like hours and shit. That's like the cool part about it. I'm sure the one annoying thing about working at Guitar Center though is the fact that, you know, you have cool guys coming in all the time and checking out amps and fucking, you know, playing Stairway to Heaven or some kind of fucking Metallica riff and probably yeah. go fucking nuts. That would, that would yeah. kill me, dude. That would honestly I, kill me. Uh, I always bring my buddy Johnny anytime I go to a guitar shop when I'm like thinking about buying something because I'm not a, uh, I'm not a gearhead at all. I just like mm -hmm. to play. So when I go, he's like a freaking music historian. So I'll ask him about like, like what I should be looking at for to get like what I have in my head. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm like, you know how like car guys are always like explain. Um, <laughs> I always explain guitars and music like cars. Cause you got people that will buy shit and they'll just, they're the kind of people that get satisfaction out of working on it all the time. Like I'm the kind of guy when I buy a car, I don't want to touch it. I just want to drive it. Right. Exactly. I'm the same way. So when I buy an instrument, I'm buying an instrument to just play it. I'm not buying it to, to tinker with it unless it's absolutely necessary. So I'll bring him with me. And we were in there and I was looking at when I bought my first, uh, I was looking at my first Paul Reed Smith and he's he's a very he's a very big fan of fenders so he's showing me like the telecasters and i was really interested in the telecaster 72 deluxe just because it had a all feel to it mm -hmm. and he was explaining it to me and the salesperson came over they like legitimately offered him a job on the spot <laughs> he was like badass. yeah that's how that's how much he knows about it and it, he's like no it's it's good oh, i'm good <laughs> but the fact he knows enough where they they in, initially Right off the bat, they were like, "Hey, would you ever like want to work here?" <laughs> yeah, just here. But they also need people that like could probably even try to, you know, uh, help fix a guitar in itself if they're, um, if, if if something's broken, like like uh, Mike from Guitar Rescue. Like they're yep. they're also looking for those types of professions. So if you know so much to in depth of like the detailed guitar part of everything, like you're obviously going to try to get a job because there's not a lot of people out there that actually do that as a profession. Mm -mm. Well, they when uh, I was reading enough about how they how they filed for bankruptcy, they missed a forty five million dollar interest payment. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's okay. in, that's okay. just the interest, right? That's just the interest alone. Could you imagine what the debt is if that's the interest is forty five billion? Yeah. It's probably like it's probably half a billion, maybe. It's insane. Like you, don't, guitar stores are an outdated thing because you could just get like Sweetwater. I think it's Sweetwater that will legitimately they'll set up a guitar for you before it even gets sent to your house. When you order it, they'll ask you like all the specifications that you want if they can if they can work within it, and that's something you can't really get from Guitar Center because it's, it's like it's like the same thing with buying shoes. Like when you buy shoes, all shoes fit differently, just like all guitars fit differently. Right, for sure. It's 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 kind of neat that they like they circumvent that aspect of it. Cause I, I have never bought a guitar online yet just because every time I do it, I get nervous, mm -hmm. but I know that there's ways that they, they get around the nerve wracking aspects of it. I've definitely bought drum sets online. My, uh, my D drum, my old D drum, I think it was a, uh, it was a six piece, uh, with two, four toms and shit. Um, dude, I bought that online and it came, I, cause I already have the specifications. Like I already know the sizes, I already know what it's going to sound like. You can already just, I think they actually had it back in the day. This was back in like 2007, 2008. They had like a sound 
clip that you can like actually play samples of what the kit sounds like with symbols with certain symbols so that was pretty cool but um no i wouldn't i wouldn't really uh, i mean walking into a store and playing a drum set feels great but i i as a drummer i already know what i'm looking into but it's cool that they could get to the specifications with the guitars i mean I, there's not a lot of luthiers out there so i mean that's that's um I would I would really probably want to play it a guitar in store first before I would get it shipped to my house, especially with like just shipping alone. Like it's very risky to ship a guitar. Like anything can happen to it. I mean I know you can pack it and seal it how you want. The neck can get warped. Things can break. I don't know. I I'm with drums. It's like you know they're all centered together in a, in a drum in itself, and the uh, the accessories are usually shipped separately in a different box or in the middle of actual yeah. drum like when i got my truth kit my custom truth kit it was um it was my it was my kick it, it, yeah it was kick tom and floor tom in the middle and then all my accessories were like in the middle and there was like so much room that they only shipped it in one box and it was actually pretty incredible but <laughs> yeah i would be i'd be risky um but I, I i've had friends that order guitars online and they haven't they haven't had too many issues no i've custom. heard it's very it's not, I just, I'm just weird like that. I didn't start even using Amazon until probably like last year. So not a lot of people have, I don't know. I just, I, I'd be so fearful of anything breaking. Um, I can't think of an example of anything that I've ordered online like that, that has just been completely shattered. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Amazon. I, just, bought a, I, I bought a, uh, a beer, um, shit. What am I thinking of? What's it called? A, a mash ton for making beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do it at the house and it was the first one I bought where it was like an all in one system and I spent good money on it and it came and it was broke because oh, I remember it, you telling uh, me that I forgot about that so pissed I ended up it was pretty easy like sending it back and stuff but that's like the stuff when I get something I don't want to send it back so it's 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 more of a headache and I just don't feel like going out to the store going out to UPS putting it in a box and then coming back home then waiting again being pissed off mm-hmm. but it was pretty I got it back within a couple days, but that that was like the one time. That's the only time really I've ever ordered anything online, and it came not as expected, and it had like deficiencies to it. But it is what. It is. Yeah, and just going back to the guitar center shit in general, like I mean, the pandemic's not really going to help um, guitar center at all, or any you know convenience store or any local business at all. Like you know the the capacity. I mean. Mike seems like he's doing a pretty good job with the guitar rescue where he has his, you know, pickup location, his drop off, like his outside pickup and drop off locations. And, uh, you have to set, you know, times and dates on his Facebook and there's ways of going about it. Um, I don't know about teaching. I don't know if, you know, that you're separated with plexiglass or something, but, um, online is what everybody does. Yeah. Online. Yeah. And I have a couple students myself, but I, I just, we just socially distance and like it's in, it's in their house. Everybody's comfortable with it. But the fact of the matter is like, um, I, I like they they asked me in the beginning of the pandemic they were like uh would you want to do online i'm like i it's it's not easy with drums man like that is so fucking difficult like if i'm trying to like have a conversation with the kid while he's playing drums is gonna def- hear me nah i wouldn't guitar you could definitely do it virtually it's right. way you, just be like learn this scale <laughs> yeah or <laughs> vocals what the scale is and tell them how it works and but drums, yeah, it seems way more difficult. I wouldn't be comfortable taking drum lessons online. He, so I, tr- I try to get him on a drum pad, and he doesn't like it too much. Like he really likes playing the drums. I'm like, all right, we'll just, well, in the beginning of the pandemic, I haven't, I didn't see him for the first two months, and then they were comfortable. I was like, all right, we'll, 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 we'll zoom, and uh, it's fine. But 
yeah it's hard i mean i almost if you put them on a pad or something that, that's about it teach them rudiments teach them like different stroke patterns and try to really build up your chops in itself like and some kind sometimes kids don't want to learn that man they just want to fucking rock out like i have them learning 21 pilots what song have i taught him from 21 pilots um and he i actually recognize the beat he's 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 10 years old um the dude can pick up a beat within like i think like five to ten minutes when i teach him and his, his lessons are only a half hour but uh now he's starting to improvise on himself and i'm like dude this sounds just like is it stressed out it's either stressed out or ride but he's he, he played that beat that sounds familiar to him. I was like, dude, you're already playing 21 pods. You don't even realize it. And he like freaked out. So now we're focused on that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cute kid. It's cool. What's, shit. Your, what's your favorite thing to teach a young kid when you're playing drums? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, with him, I only have two students. So the one thing I really thoroughly enjoy is teaching ghost notes. I think once they understand the concept of how to control your, your uh, accented hits in general, their face is just like lit up like oh wow i never thought you could do that like it, it opens up a whole new world for him like i'm making i'm just making him do doubles with it so i'll do singles with the right hand and just be like and then i'll bring the right hand over to the snare drum like like i'll just make him do doubles with his left and then as he's doing singles on the right so like, one two three four one two three four and then the third hit that'll be his accent on the snare and he's freaks out and he's like then i just tell him to do something simple on the kick but i love teaching like those specific things to like make their mind explore more opportunities because they need to improvise like the kids need to improvise and they need to like they hear a song they play like he plays back in black by acdc like without any hesitation so now yeah yeah now he's actually kind of improvising during when the guitar solo comes in you know he'll kind of follow along with it so it's really cool. I would. I think you should get into teaching. I think you would thoroughly enjoy it. It's really fun when the kids actually are involved and have a good time doing it instead of babysitting yeah. them. I've thought about it. I just got busy for a while, and I, I just didn't take advantage of it. But there's always time to do it. Because the weird thing is, is uh, I always feel inadequate for whatever re- But there's never really a point where you feel like you know it all because you never do. So it's... It's really, um, it's really difficult to like, I, I don't know. I've just never taught anybody before, mm-hmm. but I do. Mm-hmm. I wish people understood how easy it is to, if like all you want to do, most people I, I always hear them talk about is I wish I could just play like my favorite songs. And it's like, you can, like anybody can play their favorite songs. It's really easy. It, you don't need like this innate ability to be able to play an instrument especially guitar. Guitar is very easy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like the mastery of, of guitar is very difficult. I'm like, there's only a finite amount of notes. And if you learn the major notes and the minor notes, you pretty much can play anything you want. It might not sound exactly the way you want, but most of your favorite songs will, especially if you're listening to like pop and stuff like that or early Beatles stuff. Like people just don't realize how, how simple it is once you get over like the finger positions. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's true. Or working through the pain on your hands, that's it. And then once you do it, it's like, oh, that was easy as shit. <laughs> Let's keep going. Uh, you know, yeah. and like I, I would definitely – I've said this to my students' parents. When they get to a certain level where if they want to go from like, you know, they have their intermediate level, then they're going to, you know, slightly go into advanced. Like when they're on the verge of going into advanced, I would definitely tell them to pass them on to somebody else. Like I can read sheet music and I can do that, but like I, you know – 
unless they still want to work with me like that's fine but i know there's a level of my professionalism that i there's i'm not gonna like bs the kid and bs the parents and be like look he needs someone that's at like a master level like they don't have, to have a degree but like somebody's been doing it for a profession for a while and i'm just pulling up this article on guitar.com apparently dude the debt's 1.4 billion dollars that hangs over guitars right now <laughs> that's insane dude yeah. oh my god well they were trying to sell the idea of uh you buy an instrument and you get like a free hour lesson in conjunction oh, with your birth. that makes sense i know they tried at one point but I don't know how I know, I don't know anybody that's ever gone to Guitar Center for a lesson before. Big names in the industry would also almost certainly survive through even the biggest would be wounded, which could result in reduced model development. That is true. I think they're starting to like go into something else. It can't be stressed enough that the most observers except uh, expect Chapter Eleven to be filed, and somehow Guitar Center will appear out the other side, still burn with a huge amount of debt. Oh, that's not a burn. That's fucking a tra- that's, <laughs> that's traumatic. Uh, but having dodged the executioner's axe yet again, how many more times will it manage? Assuming it does, if there's, is anyone's guess sooner or later? Uh, some financial genius is going to have to work out to manage that 1.4 billion debt that hangs over it like a sword. Oh, dude, my heart, my yep. fucking heart, dude. And like, it's it's more so that from the company as a corporate itself. Like, it's you know the people who work there that thoroughly enjoy it. And um, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. Sweetwater definitely took over, but maybe local music stores will be able to take a, you know, they're gonna have to cut back stores. They're gonna have to cut back guitar centers. They're gonna have to start selling. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, but... I had. There is no like local stores around here that I know of, except for, I mean, there is. They're just not within like this ten minute radius. They're probably like 25, 30 minutes away from me. But where's your guitar center? Literally like five seconds away from my house. <laughs> so that's convenient. Yeah, that's why there's no music stores. We had we have music I have music forte in Bucks County. We used to have George's music. That used to be in Ben Salem, I believe. I don't know where that went. That that was out there for a while. I don't know if it's still there. I don't know. I never really look at it the same. Um Sam Ash Guitar Center. Sam Ash Sam Ash has been doing the same shit for so long. I mean I love Sam Ash, man. <laughs> I don't mind it. I prefer Sam Ash over uh, Guitar Center. The Sam Ash where I usually go to is um, it's it's pretty dry. Like there's nothing there's nothing that interesting that they have different from Guitar Center. They definitely have less of a product to show. Actually, I really enjoy their drum room more than Guitar I was Center. Say, I'm they, take have, that back. they have way better. Uh, drum inventory than guitar center obviously yeah, their drum inventory is huge like they, and, i think they have at least like 30 snares on display and it blows my mind and their bra- like their brass and orchestral instrument section is way better yeah i don't even think guitar center even focuses on that i think they focus on the accessories the audio engineering yeah pro audio in there is actually really good pro audio is really good in there uh i remember taking a couple classes they were doing that i bought i didn't buy this scarlet i have a scarlet i what is it? A Scarlet I eighty something. Oh, eighteen I twenty. I have a Scarlet eighteen I twenty for uh, my interface uh, for yeah. podcast, and I was doing it for drum recording. But I had a pre sonus prior to that. It was decent. It was whatever. But it was cool because when I bought it, they did give me those free lessons. So I would go in for an hour or forty five minutes every Sunday for at seven a.m. For a month straight, and they would like, you know, give me these intro tips to like how to get it started and you know, record my own drum stuff. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Of course, I'm gonna buy all of that. Are you kidding me? 
Swear you, you can literally learn anything with YouTube now, though. Who was I just talking to earlier about this? Dude, honestly, like, we're just involving into in-studio production. Like, you don't even have to go to these big studios anymore. You could just make a banger at home. And oh, I was talking to Schuler about it. That's that's what um, Foo Fighters did when they were on the Something From Nothing tour. They they put out, out like, a secret album that they wrote in GarageBand, the free product on a Mac, on the tour bus. And they released the full album that way. It sounded great. So fucking cool. I mean, uh, the Black Parade by Mad Chemical Romance was recorded on a bus, but they obviously went to a studio to do it. But Foo Fighters, I mean, they that was what they did. They recorded it at home, and then no, they recorded it on the tour bus. On the tour bus. That's insane, dude. Yeah, That's so fucking cool. Yeah. They Sorry. recorded that on the tour. I know Queens of the Stone Age does that through GarageBand a lot. I don't know how much of like the mixing part of it they do. That's, That's so why cool. I bought a Mac is because GarageBand's awesome and it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy to manipulate it. You don't have to get too specific with it. It's good for rough recordings. I mean, if you can really take it into consideration and make a really fucking phenomenal album, that's awesome. Good on you. Like, I don't know how to do that. That's a whole other piece in itself. So apparently, I just keep finding out more information. I'm just reading this article as we're talking. But the highly respected music trades journal has estimated that an eye-watering $375 million is owed to suppliers, landlords, and other trade creditors. So inevitably, the first thing that would have to happen would be a major sale. So yeah, so I was right. So they're going to have to start selling something. Like, actually sell stores. They can't pay these landlords off. No. Not a chance. What the I, I I don't even know how you get that big of a hole. Like, that's terrible. Uh, it seems, I mean, they've had multiple buyers over the, I think they, there was a buyer in 2007. Uh, don't quote me on this, but there was, I think there was a couple buyers that, you know, tried to reamp the company from bankruptcy and it just it hasn't been working. And with COVID, that's not fucking helping either. So no, no, and it's not like they can ship anything. I've, I've never like where the guitar center is for me, it's local. So, I'll, you know, I have to drive like maybe 15 minutes to it, but if I really needed something, yeah, no. I, I mean, that's so rough. You can, you can buy shit online from it. It's just that's not where you go. Everybody goes to Sweetwater, Musicians, Friends, Zounds, like those sites. It's just they're way better. Like the interface is way better. Yeah, I just don't think we're gonna lose Guitar Center. I think it's just gonna actually have to come back a notch. Like and like the franchise is gonna have to really shrink itself to try to pay off the debt and then wait for this whole global pandemic to be over and done with and then take it on again i don't know they had to do something different because it's they're getting killed by sweetwater musicians friends is kind of the same thing too so um but man they're just they're not doing well and that's that's a shame i feel bad for the employees that just work there i I mean i do i'll never forget when i worked at circuit city for a week bro listen to the story right so i worked at circuit city for a week right it was fucking dog shit because i was like 16 (laughs) years old or 17 years old i forget how old i was i was like a junior in high school and uh i was like yeah they asked me what department i wanted to be in and i was like please put me in the music video games uh department like that's what i know that's all i know and then they threw me to computers i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm talking about like i'm talking to an actual teacher that i had in like ninth grade she couldn't stand me so i'm trying to sell her a computer and i'm reading off this list and she's calling me out she's like you're reading off a fucking list i'm like yes i'm reading off the list because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) so so basically long story short I quit, like, out of, I mean, I'm 17 years old, like, I live with my parents, I don't have any fucking bills, but I quit, 
walk out, go see my girlfriend, hang out. Literally two hours later, or like it, w- it had to have been within a 24 hour window. It had to have been either like, because I remember like getting the news so fast, but Circus City filed for bankruptcy and everybody, like <laughs> as soon as I walked out, dude, like they just filed for bankruptcy out of nowhere, like out of nowhere. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, like we're all going to be let go. And I was like, and I had like a couple friends that worked there. I was like, wait, what, really? Did it just file for bankruptcy? Like, I guess me walking out must have done something. Old, you were old enough to even have had the opportunity to work in Circuit City. It's been gone for so long. <laughs> and it turned into HH Greg, which was essentially the same fucking thing, but different branding. I think that, like, I that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was so weird because I walked into HH Greg. I, like, I wonder what it's about because I'm a Best Buy kind of guy. I love Best Buy, dude. Through and through. But I walked back to HH Greg and like all the same managers are working at HH Greg. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I get it. So it's it's essentially fucking Circus City, and Circus City was pretty rad. I like that. I like that place. Yeah, I, I, sp- <laughs> I spoke. I sp- I like spoke that into existence by my actions. I was just like, I'm out. Company's bankrupt. Yeah. See you later. And that's when the economy was all right. Well, like 2007, 2008. No, that's when the recession started to happen. Actually, so now the economy wasn't all that great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think guitar is going away. I I could see it actually. I could actually see guitar. What is Leia doing at the light? If anybody's listening, her, his dog is She's like moving the blinds. Sliding the door, the curtain, and it's really sunny outside. You look super holy right now. Like it's just the lights just starting to really illuminate your whole body. Like, I want to play monk music right now, but I don't know if I'd be copywriting it, so I don't want to get flagged, so I just won't play it like at all. The, the Queen album cover. Whatever that was. God, that was such a great album too. So underrated. So underrated, especially in that time period. I mean, they were they became relevant because of that movie. Um, oh that focused on Freddie Mercury. And it's amazing. You're right. What's the matter? Your face looks like you ate something sour. I think my cataracts just got burned off from the sunlight. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. Nobody know. Um, could you imagine if Guitar Center like actually? changes their name to something else if they get bought out again maybe they should you know not be guitar center but like music center because <laughs> <laughs> they sell everything why like stop calling yourselves guitar center it's so stupid right like mike Vierock was a genius instead of um guitar rescue of whatever and now it's the guitar rescue oh like that's actually pretty yeah. smart yeah marketing wise marketing genius Marketing genius and social media looks incredible, dude. I drool over those fucking guitars and touches. When he gets like the sick fucking instruments that come in, he get he gets some weird shit that comes through his door. I I love seeing like the pictures that he posts of like the stuff that comes in. It's, I, it's awesome. I can't wait to like go do a podcast in his fucking shop. That's gonna be sick. Maybe yeah, he's a cool like, dude a or something. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. What's the one that he? <gasps> he did recently if you guys are interested in um their social media pages it's literally the guitar rescue on instagram um he posted something recently that was so gorgeous and clean he posted epiphone les paul and it was it's only like a 500 600 guitar but the finish on it was a epiphone les paul classic classic worn and it was purple and it looks so juicy that's a good way to describe it. That's a really good way to describe it. Um, yeah, he's got just—he's got so many guitars coming in now. Oh, dude, I can't find it. But the one that really blew my mind—I know Zach, you're not going to be able to see it because like you can't see me when we're in video chat. But 
Uh, yeah. what is this? It's a it's a Joni Mitchell signature model. <laughs> Dude, oh really? It is. It is the most death black metal guitar like edge. I I don't know. I can't explain it. It's so. It's so edgy looking. I, if you guys want to see what, what I'm talking about, go to the Guitar Rescue Instagram page. Uh, it's yeah. and it was perfect for Halloween too. Like it looks creepy, like a shit, but it's it's a very it interesting guitar. Creepy. Which one? It's uh, it's black. It's on the right side of the page. It's black. It's on the right. Side. Uh, yeah. right under the PV. On his Facebook or his Instagram? No, his Instagram. I'm sorry. I don't see any there. Just go, uh, just like scroll down like a little bit. How many? A little bit. He's got, it's like right before, or it's right after the base with the uh, $20 bills as the picture. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks like a BC Rich on steroids. <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Or a Dean, dude. Have you ever played Dean bases? Oh. It's a fucking garbage. October garbage. guitar signature model for Doyle from the Misfits. So crazy. So crazy. Things ugly as shit. It's hideous. <laughs> it's absolutely hideous, dude. And that's the kind of shit that he gets. And like strumming along to that, like on a like on an afternoon, that's what you grab. You don't grab an acoustic or something, you just grab that. <laughs> You're gonna fucking show off at a dive bar with that baby in your hands, you know what I mean? Yeah, go to like an like an unplugged acoustic gig, but bring that as like your lead instrument. That would be that would be a flex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a flex. That would be like the most obnoxious flex. Like this guy's about to fucking separate the room. So yeah, seriously. Wall of death going. I don't know. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean that that's cool shit. But yeah, there's not a lot of luthiers. So yeah, a guitar center's got to restructure something. I don't think um, I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna go away anytime soon. It's just they have to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do with their dad. Or, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will actually com- to, like completely I hope end not, it. But if they do, I'm getting in line for that blowout sale, boy. Yep, seriously. Oh, dude, I don't know. I just like I would feel so bad for Mike because I know he probably worked so long. Mike Chaprari would probably worked so long to get Guitar Center, you know, and him yeah. in a relationship over the years because he couldn't get Sam Match. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, Mike Chaprari is the custom drummer um, owner for SJC. Um, co-founder actually with his brother, but dude, and they just made that partnership. I don't know. I feel really bad for him. That would be so yeah, shitty. That'd be so fucking shitty. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know, but um, uh, we'll you know we'll keep an eye on Guitar Center. We'll see what they're doing. Uh, I don't know how long it's gonna take for them to actually make some kind of change, but I know it's not gonna happen overnight. Um. And we also have, for anybody listening to it, this is the end of the episode. We're going to finish it now. Uh, we have been very busy booking. Uh, that's why we're a little delayed on this episode. Sorry about that. However, um, we have a lot of crazy guests coming up. And there was just a, there was a few rescheduling on my part and some of the guests' parts too, which is okay, which is why we're a little behind. But it's all booked now for next week. So we're going to be – I think we have like literally four or five podcasts this coming week to record yeah, and forward. get out there it's insane we have drink it or leave it with um that's gonna be a secret that's gonna be a secret so i won't tell anybody <laughs> yet we won't tell anybody but we're doing that wednesday so i'm gonna get drunk on a wednesday after i have an interview with something so it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible um heck yeah and if you guys want to you can subscribe to us on youtube with the limelight podcast if you're watching it now we're also on all streaming platforms spotify apple music google podcasts etc um amazon 
And then Instagram is Limelight Podcast. Twitter is Limelight underscore pod. Facebook, Limelight Podcast. We're so close to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe. And uh, yeah. You got anything going on? You got anything to say, Zach, before we head out of here? Uh, no. I'm probably going to take a nap after this and enjoy the rest of my day. Good. You deserve it. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. I still fucking hate you, though. I'm just kidding. What are you doing, what are you doing today? I'm going to go hang out with uh, my girlfriend in Philly. We're going to literally uh, do like a little Friendsgiving with her sister and her husband, her, uh, her uh, brother-in-law. Go get um, cooties. I already have cooties. It's a shame. Oh. Yeah, spread that shit like wildfire. <laughs> All right, boys and girls and dudes and do that. Thank you. We will be seeing you very soon. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Zach's not okay. <laughs>